Hello everyone who's listening to this podcast. Welcome or welcome back. So, we had finished reading uh till 22nd November of the book Diary of a Wimpy Kid by Jeff Kinney. Shout out. And yeah, let's continue. Tonight was the school play and it was a train wreck. The first sign of bad things to come happened before the play started. I was peeking out from behind the curtain to scope out the crowd and guess who walked in? Roderick wearing a clip-on tie. I thought for sure the dress code would keep Roderick at home, but I guess the prospect of of seeing me sing a song in a paper mesh tree suit made it worth his while. Roderick parked himself in the front row to make sure his view of the whole humiliating ordeal would be un unobstructed. The play was delayed by 20 minutes while Mrs Norton tried to talk Rodney James out of his stage fright. You'd figure that someone whose job is to play a shrub could just suck it up for one performance, but there was nothing Mrs Norton could say that would get Rodney to budge. I thought about fake faking sh- stage fright to get out of the play, but I'd have to be a professional actor before I could pull off the same kind of look Rodney had on his face. Most of the play was pretty uneventful. No one knew the lines, just like I pretend predicted. But Mrs. Norton kept things moving along with her piano. It turns out that bringing that kid in into play Toto was a pretty big mistake. During the parts when he didn't have to move, he'd just sit on the stool to and read his comic books. When, which kind of ruined the whole dog effect. When it was finally time for the forest scene to start, me and the other trees waddled to our places like a bunch of penguins. The light went on and the curtains rose. The first thing I heard was Manny's voice, loud enough for everyone in the whole auditorium to hear. "Bobby! Look, Mommy, Bobby. Dash Bobby." I've been able to keep that nickname secret for 5 years and now all of a sudden the whole town knew it. Manny's outburst got bigger reaction from the crowd than anything that had happened in the play. Everyone was snickering and I could feel 600 eyeballs all pointing or all pointed my way. But I did some quick thinking and I was able to deflect embarrassment onto Archie Kelly. I think you dropped an apple. Bobby. <laughs> huh? But the major embarrassment embarrassment, sorry, but the major embarrassment was still on the way. When I heard Mrs. Norton playing the first few bars of V3 Treats, I knew it was time to face my doom. Before we started singing, I noticed Roderick in the front row holding a video camera, and it was pointed straight at me. Roderick must have realized this was a once in a lifetime chance to catch me making a fool of out of myself so he somehow got a hold got a hold of a camera to capture the occasion my life flashed before my eyes and i thought all of all the embarrassing things i i had ever done that were caught on videotape my most embarrassing moment is captured on a videotape labeled first flush For some reason, mom thought it would be a good idea to tape my potty training so that I would always have a record of that quote unquote precious moment. Bye bye pee pee. Bye bye poo poo. 
the only person who has ever found that moment to be precious is Roderick, who pulls the tape out every time the whole family gets together for a holiday. One time I even threw the tape away, but Roderick had a duplicate. I knew my singing debut was going to give Roderick ammunition for family holidays to come. So I had to make a decision. When it came to sing the song, Archie Kelly and DJ Harold started belting it out. But I just kept my lips shut. We three trees from yonder glen. I decided it would be better to look a little silly on stage tonight than to look stupid at every family holiday until the end of time. I thought my plan was pretty clever, but then it started to backfire. The other two trees noticed that I wasn't doing any singing and they didn't know what was up. I guess they must have thought I knew something they didn't, which made them really nervous. So they started singing quieter and quieter until they stopped altogether. Do spy a maiden fans wait. Oh, they stopped. Okay, next. So now you had the three of us standing up there not making a peep. For my part, I was just praying the curtain would come down and we would waddle back off the stage. But Mrs. Norton had other plans. She must have thought we all forgotten the words to the song because she came over to the side of the stage and whispered the rest of the lyrics to us. Whilst we are rooted to our spots, she thought move on light of fate. I could see people in the audience flipping through their programs trying to figure out what the heck was going on. I know the song is only something like 3 and a half minutes long, but to me it felt like an hour and a half. When Mrs. Norton finished, we took our bow and the curtains finally came down. Nobody in the audience clapped. Not even mom. After the play ended, my family went home together. Nobody really said much. except men warm mut- muttered something about the play being interesting manny was so spooked by the flying monkeys that he had to be carried out of the auditorium and wouldn't let anybody put him down mom had brought a bouquet of flowers with her which i think had been planning on giving to me as a congratulations when the play ended but luckily she didn't and rodrick was super mad because aside from not getting a to videotape me singing a photographer from the local paper had taken a picture of the audience and there he was in the front row wearing a tie for nothing okay so that's it for today i know it's a short episode but i'll post another one today which will be long i promise it will be 10 minutes not 7 so yes we have read till 23 november yeah and if you guys didn't know my birthday is actually on 23rd December so in the book there's only like one more month for my birthday so yeah let's see what happens on 23rd November on 24th November yeah bye stay tuned love you guys